You're listening to Karate Kid Minutes, uh, Cobra Kai edition. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And we're here for the final week of our Cobra Kai podcasts, uh, season four's last three episodes. Uh, are we happy that Cobra Kai has just 10? Or would we rather them stretch it out into like a 22 episode season? <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> it's a lot it, of karate. <laughs> if it would negatively impact it, no. But if they could hold the consistency of the quality, yeah, sure. I'll take 22 episodes. It seems that, is there a show that like consistently delivers bangers uh, for like 22 episodes in a row? <laughs> and that's not just like between, like, we could say like Cobra Kai has delivered consistently 22 episodes, but not exactly in a row, uh, you know, because they break them up by seasons. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. Are, are shows even that long anymore? I find most shows are like 10 to 12 episodes long now. Right. Just how I like them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot. It's too many episodes. Mm. Nobody's got time for that. Ain't nobody anyway. got time for that. <laughs> Uh, we're here for season four, episode eight, party time. Uh, of course, you know what that's a reference to, right? Uh, I'm sure it's a Karate Kid one reference. <laughs> no, it's Karate Kid three reference. What? Yeah. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. When they when they like battle each other, Crease and Silver battle each other and go party time. Yeah, <laughs> they're ready to take on Miyagi. Uh, that uh, false bravado. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, this one's written by Matea Green and directed by Tanya McKiernan. We already went over their credits before, so no need to go back. Uh, the Netflix synopsis says Miguel and Sam are excited about attending the junior prom until another couple unexpectedly shows up. Terry lures Johnny to a familiar location. Uh, yeah, after I watched this one, I, I, I you were mad. It. I was. I, 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 I watched this like. Uh, maybe like within an hour after we had gotten done recording our last episode mm. and just, just super psyched to hang out and watch some Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, there was, a, there's a lot of BS that happens in this episode. <laughs> you gotta have really it for just, your drama. Oh gosh. It's just like, if it wasn't so repetitive, uh, I'd be okay <laughs> with it. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into it. Um yeah, I guess the BS kind of starts. Well, let's just get into our first chapter. I call it uh, The Return of Stingray. Uh, <laughs> which, who is a character that I like? I love the actor. Yeah, I'm uh, fine with him. Yeah, I think Everyone it's hates him, though, with a fiery passion. I hear that. I mean, you, really, I just kind of heard that from you. I, I um, oh, But... Uh, what I've read. Okay, okay. But yeah, I can understand, you know, he's, it's just like a comic relief character. It's a bit of a distraction. Um, it's kind of, you know, pathetic, <laughs> uh, but, um, excuse me, bless you. Thank you. Um, you stopped my soul from escaping. <laughs> uh, so we, we, we're here in a nice house in the suburbs and we see uh, stingray in his bathrobe and he's got like giant sneakers, slippers. He's yeah, those are uh, fun slippers. <laughs> it looks like uh, looks like the kind of slippers that Sonic wears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, he goes outside and greets his neighbor, Greg, who is uh, washing his uh, Miata 
But uh, Greg, right off the bat, oh yeah. sorry, th- th- this scene bugged me because yes. I was because uh, Stingray was like nothing but nice to Greg. He's like moaning, Greg, and then yeah. Greg just like just digs into him with so many personal insults. I'm like, I, it's like maybe if you're like his his brother, maybe you can talk to him like that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I guess he was—he's mad because Stingray like blared heavy metal all night. It's just kind of like, well, call the cops then. Yeah, just call the cops. <laughs> um, yeah, this really grated me because you know, I—I'm—I know this is all just leading to the inevitable, which is Stingray is going to end up karate chopping this guy, and everybody's gonna be like, yay! <laughs> And, and it's then, just so it's yeah, so obvious, and then we won't see you know? any repercussions when there really there would be a stingray yeah. in jail, <laughs> right? Uh, and he calls him Stinkray. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I recognize this guy. Um, he's played by PJ Byrne. I I thought it was because maybe we'd seen him in Cobra Kai before, but uh, he's actually played a high school principal in both uh, Big Little Lies and uh, Black Lightning, which are both shows I've watched before. Oh. So he's he's a he's a high school principal type, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, yeah. Uh, so following the the stingray thread, at least we're gonna it's gonna cut off for a second. But um, we're gonna we go to he goes to Cobra Kai and Kreese is teaching balance, which really is just imbalance, knowing how to <laughs> throw your opponents off, get into their heads, and then walks in stingray with a what's up, which uh, you know. I still do every once in a while, you know. <laughs> You're guilty. Crease <laughs> um, kind of, kind of uh, is just annoyed at his presence, calls him a buffoon, an embarrassment, and he tells him straight up, like, "You're never going to be Cobra Kai." And uh, Stingray is like, "Oh, this is a test." <laughs> and, I mean, that uh, that'd be consistent. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Crease tells him to get the hell out. So we'll be we'll return to Stingray. Don't feel bad but, for Stingray. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he, he was expecting. A, he had found a spot where they accepted him. I mean, Crease even seemed to accept him, like when he uh, won the, the Coyote, Coyote Creek thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess you know, Crease is so determined on winning this uh, the tournament that he has no time for the shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because uh, Johnny Johnny and Crease kind of uh, broke up, and Crease kicked him out. Uh, right at the end of uh, season two, and that was when the school fight happened, and that's when we last saw Stingray. So I think Stingray was thinking it was going to be, you know, the same same stuff, you know, when he got back. So yeah, he, he probably expected all the same crew, all the same friends to be there. I don't yeah, know, yeah, how many people are still there that knew him? Just Tori. <laughs> There's a couple of like Tori uh, and Rand- Johnson. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's a couple. Yeah, there's a couple of randos there that uh, that I've seen standing around since uh, season one. Yeah. <laughs> but um, okay, so therapy is the next chapter I have here. This I condense this whole thing. So we're at the Larusso home. Uh, we have Louis, and we meet Louis Louis's sister Vanessa. Cousin um, Vanessa. Cousin Vanessa, who I mean. Everybody you know, knows by now. You know this, I, Julia Macchio, Ralph Macchio's daughter. I didn't know she um, acted. She doesn't 
really act. She's got like two or three credits on her IMDb. Oh, oh she's good. Yeah, I thought she was good. Yeah. Um, however, they also have Randy Heller uh, reappearing here. Yeah, not which, much fanfare. I forgot she was. I forgot she appeared in this season until I rewatched this. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that's my note here. I was just like, what a waste, you know? Yeah. She like we get a one little gag about uh, Amanda being like, yeah, yeah, the the dinner napkins. I got you, Lucille. Um, and she gets to be in the family photos, and and that's about it. Uh, it's just like, oh, there's no like. Lucille doesn't get a moment to have a talk with Daniel or anything like that. Maybe there's something that was cut out, you know? Probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, Louie and, and Vanessa, I, I laughed because my, my first note for this scene is Louie and his sister Vanessa argue over how to cut the cheese. And, uh, you know, I, I had a moment of uh, giggles to myself. And I don't know if anybody else shares them, but I thought it was funny. Um <laughs> So Danielle and Amanda are still upset about Anthony. He's being punished. He's in his room. Uh, no screen time. Um, and Daniel's worried, like, maybe he needs therapy or something. Um, so uh, Louie ends up telling Daniel that uh, Vanessa is in her second year of child psychology and she wants to help. Um, Amanda calls her Marissa Tomei Jr., <laughs> uh, which is funny because. Does she look like her? Uh, a tiny bit. I think back when Ralph Macchio starred with her and my cousin Vinny, she looks kind of like her back then. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, and nobody's really, you know, Daniel and Amanda aren't are really aren't really taking it seriously. But uh, she pulls off this diagnosis or uh, a possible diagnosis of environmentally induced disruptive mood dysregulation disorder. And possibly a screen dependency, mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm just like, oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're impressed, but Vanessa actually wants to talk to them. So uh, they sit down with her and she calls them the task for being so busy that maybe Anthony has learned some key life lessons from the Internet. And mm-hmm. uh, um, and, you know, how how do you how are you correcting his behavior um, and Amanda's like, well, we don't discipline too much, but she gets distracted because Vanessa's writing on her legal pad and Vanessa kind of calls her out on the fact that Daniel and Amanda possibly overreacting is the root of the problem. And she's like, I can prove it with a test. And then she goes, why do you love Sam more than Anthony? <laughs> and then, and then she starts writing on the tablet and, uh, yeah, Amanda, uh, grabs it and yeah, it says this is the test. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that coming, but that was pretty good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I you know I wonder, do you think there's any any sort of? Uh, I think I think Vanessa's um, diagnosis of overreaction could probably be handed out to a lot of characters on this show. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So uh, I don't know if the writers are uh, kind of playing pop psychology or something uh, <laughs> uh, on their own characters and it being kind of like in a meta way, you know, calling out that, yeah, yeah, they're a little bit they, – they do jump the things really quickly. <laughs> uh-huh. So later in the episode, Daniel has a heart-to-heart with Anthony about letting him down and not focusing on him enough. Um, and Anthony is like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for Miyagi-Do. 
but Daniel's about to leave and then he hears a notification beep. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he takes Anthony's hidden iPad and um, pulls a little uh, uh, Johnny Lawrence on it. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) He smashes it. What did you think? (laughs) He throws it to the ground and even says quiet. I thought... uh, I thought this was funny. I, I like this, like, um, you know, and I wonder where it's going to lead to um, mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, Daniel's getting a little bit more Johnny. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I mean, this kid needs some Johnny. This I guess a, so. Nothing else has worked his entire life. So nah. it's just disrespect is like jarring from season one on. Yeah. Uh, they didn't do a damn thing about him. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, you know, he's done playing games. And the next morning, Daniel and Amanda are shocked to see Anthony taking out the trash, Good apologizing, <laughs> offering to help in the dealership of the Dorjo. Um, and uh, the best part was that Amanda's like, you know, talking about, I don't know what Miyagi magic he pulled. And you see this look on Daniel's face, like, that's nothing to do with Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, the next chapter I have written here is uh, Prom. Um, yeah, no witty titles for this episode. Um, Prom's a prom. Uh, prom. So, yeah, Robbie and Tori talk prom, um, and Tori's not really interested in it, but uh, Robbie kind of talks about how it might irritate Sam. So Tori's like, oh, yeah, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I can bring you. You're not a student, you know, so, but you can come with me. And that's when Terry Silver is like, oh, yeah, I'll make sure you guys go in style. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like him looking out for them, even though it's probably just him uh, <laughs> wanting to rile up, rile up other yeah. people. He's such a great mentor, isn't he? Like, he's really, he thinks <laughs> nothing of himself. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to spoil these poor kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the other part of that whole LaRusso home thing is that Miguel and his family, including Johnny come over uh, for Miguel picking up uh, Sam. Can you imagine? I don't know how your prom or if you did a prom. Did you do prom? Yeah. Yeah. I did it as well. There was pictures before and all that. Yeah. There was. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I can't imagine just bringing my entire family over to my girlfriend's house to take pictures. No, we, we went to like a, uh, third location you know like oh. <laughs> outdoor like spot park or something yeah <laughs> I and i can't remember this. how extended the family was that, but <laughs> wow <laughs> so that's a thing i guess huh yeah See, i thought it was just kind of like you know whatever parents is you know obviously it's the it's usually, you know, obviously i should say i shouldn't say obviously but usually this the guy picking up the girl and then maybe the girlfriend, uh, uh, the girl's dad uh, takes a picture or mom takes a picture of them both and, you know, sends it around or whatever, but not bring the entire family. <laughs> um, but I guess it. it's like, hey, they're wearing fancy clothes. Let's take pictures together. <laughs> um, and uh, so we go to the prom and uh Eli is a little bit bummed that he doesn't have a date. Um, Dimitri is wearing a Pac-Man, Pac-Man tux. And this isn't their prom, it. right? It's, it's junior prom, right? So it's 
Like they're not graduating. No, but junior is the year before senior. So yeah. do they I, even yeah. get a prom? Isn't that just a dance? <laughs> uh, there's, I mean, in my school it was the junior prom and the senior ball. Hmm. Uh, but you know, seniors could also go to the junior prom as well. Oh, I thought prom was just, you know, you had to be in your last year. <laughs> no, no, I uh, junior is junior prom at least for my high school. Hmm. Uh, that was like, you know, back when there were, I mean, we didn't have running water back then, yeah. uh, so we kind of had to take parties when we could. The music was provided by men with sticks and stones bashing them <laughs> together. Well, actually, we got lucky. We had a minstrel, uh, <laughs> a touring minstrel group come into our our school. Which is just basically a, like a wooden cabin, but um, so yeah, Yasmin shows up. I did not call this. I called it. I said before when she's like, "Oh yeah, I have to go off and blah blah blah." I was like, "That oh, the writers are writing around, so she's not going to be at the prom or the or uh, uh, the tournament." But she did show up at the prom. I was very um, happy for Dimitri. Yeah, yeah, I love Dimitri again. I mean, another, another character people are iffy on. <laughs> Uh, I think the only time I was iffy on him was when he was not being very responsive to Daniel's training. Mm. Um, that was the only time I was just like, oh, come on, Dimitri. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he's gotten over that hump and he's got a sweet Pac-Man tux. I mean, Mm -hmm. a little jealous. I'd love to have that thing. (laughs) Um, so we see Miguel and Sam and they're, they're happy to get away from karate talk, but just as they're saying that. That's when Robbie and Tori walk in. And they look and good. They do. <laughs> they both look great. Yeah. Um, and they get to dance. I love that they're just like, yeah, we've gotten their attention. We don't need to do anything more than that. They we're just going to have fun. And uh, Robbie even pulls a little dirty dancing mm-hmm. uh, since his middle name is Swayze. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and they just completely ruin uh, Sam and Miguel's prom i know it is that's that's the only one they'll have in their whole life and it was ruined (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i i don't like exactly it's just like whose fault is it is is this really i mean they just showed up they didn't they just showed up they knew what it would do but they didn't actually fit like you know just because you know somebody is going to act a certain way if you do something normal like just going to a prom does it make it your fault really (laughs) (laughs) They just knew how it would, uh, how it would make them. Uh, it would just drive them crazy. Their exes. Yeah. So yeah, Robbie and Tori are getting a little close, um, and we hear from Tori here that you know winning the All Valley is a way that she could prove to herself that she's the best at something. And uh, and Robbie is like, yeah, I get it, because you know he went through the the same thing. And uh, and then meanwhile, you know, Miguel and Sam are watching and they're squabbling. Um, they keep like catching each other. I was getting so annoyed at this. I was like, guys, just are you over them or are you not over them? Obviously you know, not. They're not. Yep. And it's sad. Like Miguel and Sam should just be happy they're together. Mm-hmm. Um, why would they? I don't know. <laughs> you, I mean, you I get what you can't have. It, you know, it'd be one thing if they were just mad that these people that they've gotten into fights with uh, are there. But there's still this like a lot of hurt under the surface that apparently they haven't completely processed. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, we also get a little uh, side tangent. Bert discovers that Stingray is at the prom, <laughs> and Stingray invites everybody to the after party at his house. Of course, he doesn't tell Bert where he lives, so Bert uh, probably just knows the neighborhood, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so we go to the neighbor, uh, the the after party, um, and is it just me or did Dimitri lose his virginity that night? Because really? <laughs> if he hasn't already, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just the classic, you know, oh, let's look around for a room together, and they're not seen for the rest of the night. <laughs> huh? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's good. Sam chose. Sam chooses to just drink beer. Um, just not that that beer. Not that that's gonna be, help at all. Um, and, and yeah, this is where we get our uh, the neighbor barging in, yelling at everybody for hanging out with this loser. Um, and Stingray kicks him in the nuts and then in the side of the head and and says party on and everybody cheers and I'm just like rolling my eyes because. Uh, so it's so obvious you know there should be consequences to that <laughs> i know but it's just like let's have a character act overwhelmingly irritating that you just want him to get his head kicked in mm-hmm. um it's just so it's so obvious it's, uh, it's annoying anyway at the keg uh sam runs into tori and i guess instead of st- standing on stools and balancing uh <laughs> They uh, uh, they get right into it. The Sam's mocking Tori for going like having her leftovers, basically. And uh, 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 it's gross when anyone uh, refers to another person as leftovers. (laughs) Sloppy seconds. Yeah, I I didn't finish a muffin. You wanted that. Um, (laughs) And Sam gets upset because she mentioned uh, Tori mentions the promise that she made to Amanda. um, Stay away from my family. And. Then he goes, I don't take orders from tiny little bitches. And that sets Sam off. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, M- Miguel comes out and Sam's like, you know, basically calls out his sensei. Like, this is something I learned from from Johnny, not taking any any crap, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, Miguel pulls Tori away. And they kind of awkwardly look at each other for a moment, and Sam notices this. And then Robbie shows up, and it's like, we're, I don't know about you, but I was just like, oh, here we go, school fight. Yeah. <laughs> we're just doing the school fight again. Why are we doing this again? I don't, do, do you think they just needed to do something to amp up the tension going into the tournament? Or, I just, I, guess I just really wanted to demonstrate that none of these people are over each other or, I don't know. Yeah. It's so weird to have Sam being like, Robbie, this person I was uh, sort of seeing, you know, two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, you broke my heart, you know. Um, <laughs> I do you think I broke your heart? You broke mine. Just like, it's been like months, you know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. And, of course, Miguel was noticing this. And um, so... I, I thought some of the fighting was uh, cool here. You know, I like the Robbie spinning Tori around. It's always so weird she- when people go into those like choreographed uh, double <laughs> like dance move things. Uh, you know, the more this bitter uh, feud goes on, the more I'm 
I'm rooting more for Tori than Sam now. Sam. I, I, I just I am too. I'm just like I don't know. You know, Tori did like Amanda's right. Like Tori did a lot to kind of earn uh, Sam's reaction, but just God, you know, like Sam, have you learned anything from your dad? You know, like. <laughs> Um, yes, kind of have a short fuse. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, the wrong thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, lo- I do. So I did like the 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 thing where Robbie uh, spins Tori and Tori kicks both Sam and Miguel in the face. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Robbie getting in Miguel's head, saying that Johnny's just using him um, because he screwed up. Um. And so, yeah, Robbie ends up throwing Miguel into Tori and Sam and all three of them into the, end up in the pool. And then, of course, on cue, Stingray is like, yeah, party, <laughs> cannonball. At least that diffuses it. Oh, yeah. And they start and having all, fun. Yeah. Everybody's phones are completely destroyed. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> they, there is no going back. There's going to be a lot of rice bought uh, tomorrow. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, Tori pulls Robbie in. Like, they're not duking it out in the pool, I guess. <laughs> mm. And Miguel and Sam are step out of the pool, and they're just arguing with each other. They're super jealous, and they're not looking at each other even. It's just, oh, come on. <laughs> you know, you're just like, why are we here again? Why? Why? Like, we wanted, I, you know, maybe they need, they need to be kind of divided a bit for uh, season five. Yeah, um, it's all setting up where we're going. Yeah. Don't worry, Robin. By the end of the series, everyone will be happy. <laughs> I hope so. I'm <laughs> tired of this. All right. Let's move on to the next chapter I called It's a Trap. Um, so, Kreese finds Terry working work the bag. Uh, and, you know, this is after Kreese's big, you know, alpha speech to him last episode. And so, Terry is now like, in the uh, sub spot here, <laughs> like I'll do anything to prove my loyalty. Um, and so uh, later on in the episode, Johnny and Carmen are surprised to find Shannon waiting to talk. And you know, this has to do with Terry Silver uh, ended up reaching out to Shannon. She's he's giving Robbie the car. He's giving him cash. He's giving her cash and even offering her a job. <laughs> Which I wonder do did she say what? She's yeah, I I think she's just like, I don't even know what job it was. So <laughs> yeah, I like that she's just like, since this is Cobra Kai or whatever, you need to handle this. <laughs> <laughs> and so Johnny Lawrence breaks into the back door of Cobra Kai and starts yelling for them to come out. Um and the phone rings and it's Terry <laughs> and he's watching through the camera. I'm like, yes. This is some Terry Silver stuff right here. Uh, Terry says he's looking out for Robbie and Shannon. And Shannon is a special lady. Um, I love that Johnny's just like, I'm going to kick both your asses back to the nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> Even though, you know, you know, in real life, I think, you know, their ages are very similar. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, not Crease. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. Terry and, and Johnny. Um, so, yeah, Terry invites him to a place he knows well, the corner of Magnolia and Lancashire. 
did you realize where he was sending him? Yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> I think I heard that address somewhere before. Is it in the movies? I think so. Yeah, mm. I was going to say on our podcast <laughs> we mentioned mm-hmm. this. Uh, Is that so, the yeah. real life location too? Um, I don't think so. Okay. No, I don't think so. I could be wrong. Somebody please write and tell me. Uh, but know that I probably know by the time you've written. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have gotten some corrections, and I do appreciate them. Um, so, yeah, we are in the old Cobra Kai dojo, and I'm assuming they built this down in Atlanta. I haven't actually looked up any sort of behind-the-scenes facts um, yeah, other than what I'm maybe. seeing on IMDb. I mean, it looks exactly like the old they place. never do any 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 shooting in los angeles really i think they do like street shooting here and yeah, there without but, without actors in it yeah and i'm pretty sure this place is being currently used as a store oh so. i saw i saw like um i think it was uh martin cove doing like a youtube video tour of that space uh, a year or two ago and it seemed empty at the time but i think it was more than a couple of years ago though like i oh, okay. i i was looking at that when we were reser- i was researching doing yeah. this podcast to begin with so well, I don't know. either way it it looks pretty much exactly the same i'm hoping that they do keep this location um yeah. so i'm assuming that they just rebuilt it just like they did miyagi do you know yeah. in atlanta um yeah, I hope I hope they do. they start training here. Yeah. So yeah, it's Crease and Terry, and they're having and uh, they're having flashbacks of the days when they had the dojo. Um, we get to see some of that. And then Terry says he's going to move in after they win in the All Valley, and then they're going to expand. And you know, this is like Crease was kind of invited here as like a, a I've got a surprise for you, but Terry's like this isn't the only surprise. And we see later Johnny walking in. Terry blindsides him by kicking him in the face. And mm. yeah, you can see Kreese is really surprised by this. Um, and uh, and he just starts talking like, I don't know how this is supposed to help us win. And Terry reasons that, you know, Miguel's going to be knocked off balance when he sees Johnny beaten to a pulp. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's when Johnny attacks. And oh, this might be one part of the episode where I was like, yes, like I – God, imagine like watching these movies and going, how cool would it be to see these guys like fight each other, you know, uh, that are in different movies, you know, where's Johnny Lawrence with this Terry Silver guy? Uh, how, yeah. how do they stack up against each other? Yeah. And I really liked seeing uh, Johnny uh, use the Miyagi-Do techniques. Mm, yep. Yeah. Little wax on, wax off. Mm-hmm. Paint the fence. <laughs> Paint the fence, yeah. Uh, but... Terry does end up getting the better of him um, and really kind of goes in to beat him to a pulp, like you said, but Kreese calls him off and Terry gets pretty upset uh, by this, but they end up leaving Johnny there on the floor. Mixed messages. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not even sure where this is coming from, from Kreese, because he seemed to have no trouble, like nearly killing Johnny any other time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think he still like he still sees him as a as some sort of like you know adopted son, mm. um, 
but yeah, at the end of the last season, he did try to kill him. So yeah, I don't know. I guess Kreese isn't as angry as he was back then. <laughs> uh, all right. So we go to the aftermath, which is Miguel stopping by Johnny's. And uh, we, we get, I love all the, I love all these different things that uh, we, we keep finding that are calling back to the other movies. Did you catch the one that happens like right when Miguel comes in and finds Johnny? I don't know. <laughs> Johnny goes, come inside, come inside. <laughs> Oh, that's, uh, that's like me, Miyagi. Like Miyagi drunk <laughs> talking to Daniel. <laughs> come inside. Come inside. <laughs> uh, Miguel helps him. Yeah. Again, I can't, please, I, somebody during this hiatus put together like the trilogy of, you know, Karate Kid one through three. You can even throw a little next Karate Kid in there just because, because there's, there was one other thing we referenced couple episodes ago i can't remember put it all together assemble the, a cut with just cobra kai characters using all those lines i just I bet, I bet i bet you can recreate the movie by the time this series is over um strangely uh johnny is singing to himself uh playing with the boys by kenny loggins which is from the top gun soundtrack which is which not hates. a johnny yeah why isn't he singing like One Vision to himself or uh, <laughs> some other songs that you hear in Iron Eagle? I guess. Um, I love I love yeah. that. I love that that uh, uh, Top Gun is his. Um, yeah, <laughs> Daniel was a real bully moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, Johnny spills some beer on Miguel, who says he was already wet. Johnny says, "I was too from pee." <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then Johnny's like, I want to be your father so bad. I just suck at it. You know, and Miguel tears up and he's like, I'm doing fine. And then he says, I love you. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then this freaking episode, <laughs> Johnny rolls over crying and he says, I love you too, Robbie. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Bless you. Your soul is sorry. safe again. Ah, thanks. It almost got away. <laughs> that was quick. Um, I was not, did, did you find this? I, I found this was like very manipulative and very like fake. I don't know. I just didn't see, I didn't like this. I did. This didn't, this didn't ring true to me. This is definitely something Johnny's feeling inside, but come on. Mm. This is, you know, it's so like well-timed because Robbie just. It had, it has to happen. Yeah. <sighs> For us to be entertained, it has to happen. I mean, uh, I, I'm like, not I, entertained. How can how can you create a TV show of people just getting along and having good times for ten episodes? <laughs> I know, but oh, so like I just was not a fan of that. Um, and you know, and it's set right up like what like an hour or so before when Robbie's like he's just using you because he wants he'd rather be with he'd rather be my father or whatever you know. Yeah. And then of course this is the time that Johnny's like I love you too, Robbie. Yeah, <laughs> come on. <sighs> anyway, uh, meanwhile, Robbie and Tori are having a great time. They're laughing together and they start making out. Yeah. Um, Getting hot and heavy. Yep. And Robbie lost his virginity in that Ferrari. Good job, buddy. <laughs> Good job. Uh, maybe Tori too. I have no idea. Um, anyway, the next day at Cobra Kai, Terry, super drunk, muttering about his frustrations with Crease. 
it looks like he's been up all night just getting drunker and drunker. And that's when Stingray walks in and uh, marvels at the gym setup. Terry tries to kick him out. Stingray's like, I want to prove myself. All I want to do is be Cobra Kai. And so evil Terry Silver starts like laughing and beating him severely as we go to credits. So did you you think he was going to be dead? Uh, I didn't think he'd no, no, I didn't think he'd murder him. No, I I was, I was, uh, I thought it might happen. I don't know. Hmm. I don't think so. I don't think anybody gets murdered on this show. (laughs) It's going to happen at some point. It's gotta, somebody's going to get murdered, but it's going to be like an accident at the tournament. You know, Hillary Swank's (laughs) finally going to show up and guest and then her character is going to get taken out by like a stool sitting there. Some, some bleachers (laughs) fall on her. Uh, and then somebody's gonna be like, "Those bleachers cost a million dollars, baby." <laughs> Who was that lady? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it for this episode. Party time. Uh, quite possibly my least favorite episode of Cobra Kai, uh, <laughs> but that's just because you know the emotions it it made me feel uh, uh, were pretty traumatic, and um, I did not have a good time oh. for the most part. But hopefully, hopefully everybody else did better. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen with Stingray? I think he's dead. He's dead. Okay. <laughs> That's right. We haven't seen any other ones. So well, who knows? Anyway. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, have yourself a great Monday. You can email us, uh, karatekidminute at gmail.com. Find us on social media. Look for Karate Kid Minute on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You'll find us. Uh, leave us a nice rating. We'd really appreciate that. Um, and we'll be back on Wednesday to talk about the uh, the fall, uh, which uh, I I'm, I wonder what it could be. Oh, maybe it's like a new season. It's uh, it's when the bleachers fall on uh, Julie. <laughs> Julie shows up just had the bleachers fall on her. Darn it. Anyway. And uh, and until next time, you still stink, Ray. <laughs> <laughs>